Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens, Flobo Boys here, the mayor in the mayor's office. It's a little after hours, a little later than I usually work, but I was inspired to get some creative projects done. And I said, why not flip on the microphone and share with you today's special episode of New Amsterdam Rain. If you haven't already, make sure you follow the show at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at new underscore Amsterdam on Twitter. So imagine this. Imagine being in a situation where you want to provide for your family and to do so, you start your own business and after hardships and trials and tribulations, you start to see the light. That is a story that happened to my guest today, uh, the CEO and COO of One Heart, uh, Mohit and Sonali. Their family-based business has grown considerably over the past year and so I wanted to pick their brain almost to see their process or trials and tribulations and struggles. And you're going to be along for the ride. So without further ado, my chat with Mohit and Sonali. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for thinkers, doers, and creative. It's I, Flopo Boys. I'm in the mayor's office uh, with a with a company that warms my heart because it's actually named One Heart Media. And we'll get to the reason why in just a second because I'm just dying to know. But I have here the founder of Mohet and the COO, Chibabring Officer Sonali here. How are you guys doing? We're doing awesome. Thank we you so much. We are doing awesome. Thank you. <laughs> As I mentioned in my little teaser, One Heart Media, where did that name come from? <laughs> sure. Um, so I, so it wasn't the same. I think we named it. I think it was like around uh, November 2020 when we actually named it One Heart. Um, I, there are actually two reasons why we actually named it One Heart. Okay. So the first reason is basically uh, the thing that we do. That is, of course, you know, the LinkedIn outreach. And the purpose for us is to basically, you know, uh, help connect our clients with their potential audience because they're like, you know, helping them out with, you know, you know, some of the other things and stuff like that. So we are all about connecting with someone. Sharing genuinely and authentically and um, it's kind of like you know all, all is one that's kind of like you know where uh, it sort of like came like you know one heart exactly. that's yeah. kind of like the first reason and the second reason is actually so we actually help you know basically you know with our company we help uh, you know abandoned women and children uh, you know who need medication who need you know food who need shelter clothing uh, so we basically help them so the two percent of our company revenue goes to you know helping those uh, you know uh, you know people so so that's kind of like the two reasons uh, i would say you know mention is that how we named it kind of like one heart so yeah uh, as chief operating officer do people like ask you that same question like what does it mean how does it reflect me like what's the, what's yes. the branding mean? yes of course they ask us and they love the name actually one heart it really connects to their heart yeah yeah, I still remember, I think it was like, you know, uh, around Christmas time and, you know, as a client, you know, uh, she, I was like on a sales call with the client and then she saw the name, she was like one heart and she was like, yeah, this, this really connects with me just for the sake of the name. I want to work with you guys. Glad that she was able to get all the results. She was successful and things like that. But I still yeah. remember just because of the name that it aligned with her. And she yeah. said, you know, I'm going to work with you respective of how, how, yeah. how it would look like. I want to work just because the name aligns. So it was amazing. Yeah. 
That's a good sign. So let's take a step yeah. back about your class. How would you particularly describe what you do differently in, in yeah. your segment when it comes to interacting with clients, when it comes to prospecting and, and, yeah. and brand building? Yep, that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, so here is how it kind of like you know even started. So we we started around March 2020. I remember, and um, I think those those in those initial parts, I think we started with Instagram outreach. And I think when we were started, it was more towards just you know copy and paste message. I remember working with a couple of clients back then. Uh, most of the outreach that we were doing, you know, it was just like copy and paste it, reach out to people. You know, if they're interested, they would sign up. If not, that's fine. But that, then I understood that, you know, uh, okay, it's good that, you know, we're getting people this way, but what if, if we can make it better? What if, if we can make it authentic, you know, that we can, maybe we can personalize the message. Maybe we can, you know, try sending them, you know, free values upfront, or it could be, you know, just giving them something for free and things like that, you know, then I started digging deep with that. Then I started, uh, you know, I, I, I went on LinkedIn, then I saw a lot of people were reaching out to each other. And most of the messages that I was seeing, they were just copy and paste because they were using an automation or they, they had a marketing team who were doing the work. But again, it was just copy and paste and none of it was personalized or customized or focused around what, what, mm. what your client is all about or the ideal audience is all about. And people were like getting bombarded with 20, 30 messages a day with, you know, these long scripts and it was crazy. So then, then I thought that's the problem that this market has. And maybe I think that's where we can position ourselves in trying to solve this exact same problem. So my, my focus was to, you know, focus on two things that is a, of course, to personalize the message and B was to, you know, short, you know, shorten it out and focus more towards something called a relationship based marketing instead of just purely, you know, just, you know, just like sending copy or paste message, a salesy message. And that yeah. was that, you know, so the process was quite simple. The first message was always personalized, focused around if, if the client has posting something really cool in their post or article, we would, you know, send them a genuine connection message. And then, you know, we would, you know, talk to them about the problems, if they have any in their business at the moment, uh, how, how they are doing, if there is anything that they need support with. And around that, if you feel like they, they have ABC problems, and that our services or our client services have those ABC solutions to their ABC problems, we would then, you know, uh, send them some free value or could just simply ask them to jump on a quick call, like a consultation or a discovery session. So yeah. that, that was kind of like the idea. So instead of just, you know, just sending out, you know, just links and, you know, just oh. asking them to book a call right away, the focus was to first understand their problem understand. and even have a problem. So this was actually focused more towards qualifying the lead. So this way we were able to save our time and our clients time by only talking to those people who mm. need their services or need our services. So that I think, but, but I want to actually make this point clear that I don't think we are the only one who's doing this thing because they're like <laughs> literally hundreds of, you know, LinkedIn agencies out there. They're doing a great job, honestly. And I think they must be doing it. But I think the only thing that, that has helped us so far to generate more than $450,000 in revenue in less than 10 months for our clients. I think, I think that that's the consistency and persistency. I think, you know, we, we make sure that, you know, we, we, uh, you know, don't copy paste anything. We've just stayed consistent with our process and we have already backed ourselves that even if it is not working, it's going to work. And we just kept working on it, improving. And I think, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how we've been able to, you know, do it successfully. You know, you know when it comes to copy and paste messages, people got fed up. <laughs> I know I have. <laughs> yes. You know, if we build personalized conversations with them, then they feel that like, yes, this is, you know, togetherness. They're understanding us. And at the same time, they are learning about uh, everything about us. Sure. So, yeah. Before the call. The, yeah, before the call. 
so, I mean, look, I, you and I both know that companies are all into the quote unquote authenticity game, right? Everyone yeah. wants to be authentic. We want to be real. But a lot yeah. of times you get something that's quote unquote real. And you're like, I see right through this, but I do think there's an advantage here that uh, you are hands-on and that you're a CEO, you're the, you're the COO, or sorry, you're the founder, you're the COO, and you're both working together with your clients to really build a genuine connection because we'll see there if you really are helping someone Besides the fact that it's a business, you are helping someone and providing value. Those customers tend to be customers for life, right? Exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what we focus on. We I always ask my clients, you know, uh, you know, work work with us for a month, see how we do it for you. And if you think that we we did a decent job for you, we're going to continue working for you. I think that's that's always the offer because I'm confident enough that if they work with us for the first thirty days that that we offer them, they're going to definitely continue working with us because I think that's the value that we are bringing in. And I think more than anything else. Uh, what we have understood and what we have seen is that doing this exact same process does take four to five hours of time every single day in order for you to do it consistently and you know get yourself these leads and clients. So I think the biggest value that I think One Heart brings in for our clients is to save those four to our four, four to five hours of their time. You know, it gets those four to our four to five hours you know time back in their life so they can continue focusing on what they want or you know the things that they like. Maybe it could be their family. It could be working on on their business, improving it and things like that, you know, maybe going to the vacation. And uh, one of my clients, one of our early clients, Nate Yeski, I'm gonna tell his little story. So it's quite emotional because I remember when, when he came on board, he told me, Mohit, I, I'm working Monday to Saturday. I barely get time to spend with my wife and, you know, three beautiful kids. Oh. And like, yeah, and he was like so disappointed. He had like literally tears in his eyes. And I was like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna work it out for you. It's, it's been one year now. And uh, he only worked from Monday to Thursday, and he spent Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, you know, with oh, his three uh, little kids and his wife. They have gone to the, I think, dream vacation during Corona time. They went to I think the dream vacation twice, um, once I think in August and then again in September. So it's it's been it, I think he made more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the last one year working with us. So yeah. it's, it's game changing for him. And again, I think it's more than I th I believe that it's more than you know us he making that revenue i think it's that emotional feeling that you know because of us he he has this opportunity now that he can spend most of his time with his family uh, that he loves the most of course because he's a you know proud dad you know he always likes you know being around his you know three little kids and you know yeah. spending time with his family and things so i think uh, that's that i think is the biggest value that we were able to you know sort of do for him so that makes us proud honestly more than anything else Oh, excellent. That's great to hear. Uh, you mentioned family uh, and this comes started by you with a mission to help provide for your family. Describe that decision. I mean, there is uh, always a pressure to, to get a, a job, uh, but you made one out uh, of, of thin air. Like what made the decision to jump and what was that first couple of weeks like when you decided to go in your own direction? Okay. I think I, uh, we started uh, our journey in the year 2018. I was doing my MSc. Uh, so my, one day my brother came to me and uh, I, like told me like he want to do business. And then uh, I, the reason behind uh, his, uh, you know, uh, his thought is just because uh, our tough financial situations of our family. Mm -hmm. We literally want to support them, support our parents and we literally want to support ourselves first. And then uh, we decided to uh, go through the business. And we don't know even we in the business. 
and right. then from that stage and from that stage onwards uh, we just pushed ourselves hard and um, we used to stay till uh, i think 4 uh, to uh, i mean 3 uh, to 4 in the morning and we used to do uh, uh, i mean we used to learn new things as well um, and also and uh, you know uh, it was quite hard for me at that time cuz uh, i was uh, i had my college i have to check my uh, college pro- projects and at the same time i have to uh, look at my business projects as well mm-hmm. so it was quite tough for me uh, but uh, my bro- i just want to support my brother cuz no one literally no one even our family members or friends no one supported us at that moment and uh, then we started a journey with uh, by doing websites for uh, local people and then uh, uh, you know uh, we uh, we built a website uh, for non profit organizations as well and uh, we searched for investments but it le- literally turned us down uh, mm-hmm. and i think i remember uh, in the year 2019 uh, february Uh, a guy named yogesh kumar uh, came to approached us and uh, he said that he will invest on our business <coughs> excuse me at that point and uh, he asked us to in uh, i mean he asked us some money for some legal agreements uh, and all the stuff then uh, it was tough for us to give uh, him money but uh, although we uh, our we gave all our hard earned money to him and then you know we thought we thought like this uh, got, this investment is going to definitely change our life but what happened was like he flew away to california with all of our money oh, and no. then uh, yeah and uh, and on top of that he left uh, with some legal charges on us Wow. and that 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 time that uh, situation was so tough for for us to digest actually and then uh, and then we we were into depression we thought to commit something wrong i just want to i just don't want to use that word um we just want to and, commit and actually i remember wrong. i remember i think that afternoon as well it was 13th of march 2019 because i can never forget the worst day of my life i was i was having lunch uh, and then uh, then some fbi officers you know came to our house and they were like we need to arrest this guy like you know me and my parents were they were in shock they were like what are you talking about what did he even do and then we like they showed some papers and then then we saw that you know that guy who just left you know some some you know irrelevant you know legal charges on me god knows how he did that and then uh, you know i was taken there to that office and you know i think it was like almost 7 to 8 hours you know i was like literally made to sit there my statement was recorded and things like that and i was like crying those i, I can still remember that i was oh, crying yeah. like 5 straight hours five i think i've never cried that literally in my life and then i was like i came back home i i couldn't even eat and then i slept and i still remember i think i was in depression for like almost more than 2 months every single phone call that i used to get or if someone used to even ring uh, on the door i was i used to get so scared i was like who, who's at the door who's at the door? just go and check i mean i can i can still feel those nerves you know like you know while talking about i can still feel that pain but yeah. that was like the worst i mean the and like my sister mentioned i mean we literally i mean like you know wanted to commit something that we would have never you know 
such was the time right i mean we just wanted to like maybe just just go away or maybe like you know we thought this is it this is this is like that's it we we cannot live this life anymore but i think uh, i think from there to be able to where we are right now at this point of time to to be able to take care of our families and and to make sure and also to one of the biggest thing is that to pay off all the debt i think the, yes. we had like you know more than 5 or 6000 dollars in total debt yeah. we paid it off entirely last year as well yeah um so yeah it um, it certainly does give you that smile at the end of the day that you know we've come a long way uh after you know, after every after every you know hardship that we that we saw but i think when i when i look back when i connect those dots as always steve jobs says you know you can only connect the dots looking backwards now i realize that everything happened for good because i learned a lot of lessons myself we learned you know a lot of lessons together you know me and my sister that never to trust anyone blindfolded anyone. you you know look up for that person what's his ambition what's the thing that he wants to you know achieve from you mm-hmm. um so i think everything happens for good that's what we have learned and uh, yeah we just took risk uh, at that time cuz uh, our influencer uh, said that like if we take risk we get two things one is a lesson or else you will get success so yeah. we just remember these things and then we just uh, took the risk but uh, that guy cheated us that guy ditched us <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to use here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand, and I, I, I think frustrating would be an understatement, really. Um, if, if you got sought by agents and you were essentially interrogated, questioned, I'm sorry, if you're yeah. questioned, uh, yeah, what made you say let's keep doing it? Because I would have quit and, and become a farmer, you know, I mean, a bus driver. <laughs> like, what, what made you say, you know what? Despite all of this, we're still going to continue this, this path. Yeah. Okay. So as I mentioned, I was in uh, depression for like almost two months, and then after that, you know, I was like, you know, I, I, I just can't continue be like this in my life because I think our life is meant to be someone special, and and I just can't continue my life like this because I've had the responsibility of my parents as well. We had to make sure that we take care of our parents. Then then I and my sister sat together. We talked about it and we were like, you know, we're going to do something. We're going to figure something out. I know it's going to take time, but I think that we had the drive in ourselves. We knew that we always had this drive in ourselves that, you know, if if we want to achieve something, we're going to do for it. We're going to go for it irrespective of how hard might the situation look like. and then the, the biggest thing the biggest i think uh, the thing for us was even though no matter how hard things were was to make sure that we take care of our family that to make sure that we have uh, you know we always have shelter and we have food i think these were the two things that we always wanted to do and we just you know talked about it and we were like we're just going to do it because if we continue to be in this depression thing then who's going to take care of the family right then then we uh, motivated ourselves and uh, we were like you know let's do it we then uh, we 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 tried to forget our past and then we started completely fresh then again but it wasn't easy we started it but it wasn't easy failed again honestly we failed but it wasn't as such as a failure that we saw but we failed again you know this time i think you know people not trusting us people not you know getting convinced with what we have to offer um, and again i think it was like almost 7 or 8 months of failure after that again i feel like nothing 
but we kept working hard we just kept working hard we just kept working on making sure that we we have some offer that people would be like let's do it and then the moment finally came it was november 2019 when a gentleman from los angeles his name is dr samuel lee he's a spiritual psychiatrist and he told me that mohit i want to work with you guys i think that was the biggest it was it was a 500 per month deal like 500 that was literally the only money that we guys were making together me and my sister like together yeah. and um but for us at that point of a time 500 was more than 5000 dollars oh true true yeah so happy 500 it's a lot of money let's do it let's start we have to start somewhere and i think in just 5 months we together grew his account from 0 to 5000 instagram right. followers and then it was amazing and after that as i mentioned you know march 2020 we came across this guy Nate Yeski who wanted us to do his you know outreach services getting clients and things like that and man after that it's been quite a life changing journey for sure you know he got the first 30 days we scaled from zero client to five clients in less than 30 days uh, everyone succeeded that was like one of the biggest things and we just continued working hard on our making sure that we have the best possible you know you know service that we can offer to our clients or the value that we can offer to our clients we just kept working on it and i and i think that's that's the reason why you know our clients have been you know successful with whatever we have you know done for them so far so Yeah. It, it it's funny because a lot of us business owners we remember that first client and it, it's usually something very small. It's yeah. usually like, "Well, I can't live off this." But yeah. you know, we 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 forget to take the celebrate. Like we actually made money based on what we can offer or our brand or what we made and yep. that's so critical, that's so crucial. Um yep. but, so now I have to ask you as a CEO of this growing company that has expectations now <laughs> um, what's what's yeah. what's been the next year for you like what's been the next challenge is the next step for one heart so it's it's quite common like we want to grow our business like we want to uh, you know help individuals we want to help people who are suffering with a lot of problems so actually this is our main goal um uh, so like like as i said like uh, one heart meant to be togetherness mm -hmm. so our next goal is to just grow our company as much as uh, we can our, our our audience has always been new coaches coaches who are just getting started in their journey and you know need you know some sort of support you know need to get those initial 5 10 clients so that they can they can sustain their business and i think that's where i think that's where we come into play you know we help them with building their brand and uh, we we help them to put their social media content out we help them get those initial 5 to 10 clients and the goal is to obviously help at least 30 of these new coaches by the end of this year um i think maybe if we work hard maybe i'm sure that we might be able to help more than 30 uh, but like 30 is what you know we are aiming for together by the end of this year and uh, as i mentioned you know along in the in the same process try to help as many abandoned women and children that we can i think that's that's the thing that uh that we always believe in that you know help these people because I, that's what brings us happiness as well at the end of the day i mean and um, at the end at the same time we are helping our country as well like uh, india is a poor country so we are helping to uh, you know uh, remove poverty in our country yep. yeah yeah one one client one heart at a time that yeah exactly <laughs> you got to make me cry uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to thank you so much for being on this episode of New Amsterdam sure. Radio. Right now, if you have any websites or things to look out for, now's the time to promote your business. 
Sure. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, we have a website. It's uh, oneheart.co.in. And if you want to con- contact us, then it's hey, H-E-Y, hey, at the rate, oneheart.co.in. If you want to reach out to us, you can also look up on LinkedIn. That is Mohit KS. And my Instagram handle is I am Mohit KS if you want to connect with me. And with Sonali, it is I am Sonali. I think if I'm correct, like if I'm yeah. wrong, Sonali, please correct me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> what, you're like the Sonali? That's cool. <laughs> it's like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. 